Microphone check one, two. Microphone check one, two. This is your boy, J.A. Guy. And this is the podcast. Fall down seven, get up eight. What it do, ladies and gentlemen, what it do. This is your host, J.A. Guy. And today is Wednesday, January 11th. It's about 9.30 in the evening, y'all. And, um... Wanted to do a uh, little show on another part-time gig, y'all, because that is uh, that is where we are at right now, and it is uh, it is the uh, it's the deal for the moment. And I just kind of wanted to uh, come on and, and let you guys know uh, what's going on with this new part-time gig and some of the uh, the follies that have uh, surrounded it. You know. Um, Everything is post-COVID right now, right? So, you know, even getting a job or like any kind of job at this point um, is, it can be very, very difficult. Um, I'm, you know, I'm an unvaccinated person. Um, when the vaccine vaccine came out, you know, and everything else like that, I was super skeptical as I still am. You know, I want to say that the vaccine has been out for roughly, I don't know, like year and a half, two years, maybe two and a half years. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, eh, I don't really know if I can kind of trust this thing. So when they started kind of like mandating that, you know, people had to be vaccinated in order to get a job, especially like in the healthcare industry. Um, it, it put a big damper on, on unvaccinated people even being able to find, you know, any kind of work. We're kind of at a point now where that's not necessarily always the case, but you know, it's, it's still, it it has popped up, I would say in 97% of jobs that I've applied for or jobs that I've interviewed for. You know, and I feel like that's a thing where um, it's it's made shit a whole lot more difficult than what it what it should be. You know, the other thing that is really prevalent in the job market today is the fact of you know employers or interviewers or like HR people kind of ghosting you or applicants kind of ghosting the process. You know, I have had that that experience a couple times where, you know, excuse me, I had like a phone interview. The phone interview went really, really good. They were supposed to get back like with the uh, the hiring manager, excuse me, or like some of the uh, the on floor managers, and people never ever got back to me. You know, or they got back with me several weeks later. You know, saying that X Y Z is not going to work out. You know. Um, I've made my position very clear with um, people that I've interviewed with in saying that I'm looking for a part-time job. I'm either looking for evenings um, starting around, you know, after 5 p.m., starting around 5.30 um, and being very available on weekends, um, but not looking for full-time work unless it's like some overnight kind of stuff or, or something of that nature. So... You know, that's been kind of my niche that I've been able to fall under. And, 
you know, it's been really, really difficult trying to find a job. You guys know that I work um, at a school. I do um, work with kids and the schedule there at the, at the school for, you know, whatever reason is 8.50 in the morning until um, 4.20 in the afternoon. That's the time that we're, you know, really engaged with kids and stuff like that, which means that I got to be at my post at about 7.45 and I usually don't get out of there until after 4.30. You know, you factor in traffic or wherever you're going, you know, it's a thing. So I've had to look at really doing a lot, some uh, some overnight stuff, which, you know, I can do. But because of the nature of my, my day job and my primary job, it is uh, it has been a very difficult road to find something that I have wanted and something that's going to be conducive to. Um, a job that I know that I can handle. So, however, um, I was able to uh, to come across a um, a job through a temp agency, which is fantastic because with temp agencies, you know, you don't really feel like you're super tied down to this job, or you're trying to like get with a company and, and move up the ladder and everything else like that. I found a job that I can just I can just work. You know, and I don't know if you guys saw a post. I put a uh, a post up, and it was a poll, and it asked, you know, what's a a, a decent wage for um, doing housekeeping in a hospital. Um, and a lot of you guys, you know, you, you kind of nailed it. You know, it's it's um because I'm working in a hospital, you know, and and whatever factors that there are, you know, especially doing housekeeping, you're cleaning up toilets and um doing mopping and it's a hospital so you're going to come across blood you know um you want to make sure that you're safe um and i think like the choices for the poll was like 17 dollars an hour 18 dollars an hour 19 dollars an hour a lot of you people chose 19 dollars an hour which i feel is also a pretty fair wage um especially for um you know a part-time to like mid full-time position um and that's roughly about you know what this part-time gig is is uh, is paying? It's a little bit more than that, but you know I'm not I'm not tripping off of whatever additional little things are thrown on the table. So this is kind of what the deal is. Um, I work at this hospital Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night. They initially wanted me to do Tuesdays, but because you know I'm working Sunday night going into Monday morning. You know, and then doing my Monday gig, coming home, sleeping in the evenings for a couple of hours, then going back in Monday night, getting back up Tuesday morning, or not getting back up, but staying up Tuesday morning and then going to the day gig, and then finally actually starting to get some sleep like Tuesday night. Um, you know, I felt like that's, that's a little much. Four hours, or I'm sorry, four days is more than enough for me. Um, with my financial situation um, and then kind of, you know, working 32 hours a week, it works out well for me. I'm a fan of this gig because it's not like stocking shelves. It's not being on my knees and getting up and dealing with low shelves or having to take shelves out and put shelves back in or, you know, dealing with a lot of product, this and that. It is, uh, it is basic cleaning. It is basically going into a room that's, you know, been used in a hospital, 
and switching out the bed sheets, wiping down the bed, um, wiping down the equipment, um, you know, taking out the trash, and there's, you know, the trash, the laundry, and the, um, um, like, the toxic stuff. Like, you know, people might have, you know, whatever, you know, blood, and, and they'll put it into, um, you know, the, the, the proper bagging thing. So, you know, it's, it's that kind of thing. And it's, it's not super hard work. You know, it's not super hard at all. Um, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where it just is what it is. Um, the nurses, the nurses are, are, have gotten better. I'm, I'm going to say, um, there was a time when I first started this gig, I actually started this gig, um, the day before New Year's Eve, which had been December 30th. It was a Friday. And, um, I didn't really think about New Year's and everything else like that. I didn't really care a lot about New Year's because of the fact that I was like, Hey, in January, I'm going to be broke as hell. And um, I'm going to need to have some, some living money, you know. So um, when I first got there and, and, and was kind of, you know, getting trained and everything else like that, like the nurses were very, I'm not going to say standoffish, but I felt very invisible, which I think is something that's indicative uh, to the type of work that I've chosen to do is, as far as housekeeping. You know, nobody really pays attention to the, uh, the housekeeper, the janitor, the people that clean the floors and everything else like that. You know, they just want to make sure that, hey, is the room done? Yes. And, but they don't really sweat us about it, which is the other kind of cool thing. Um, you know, and like that feeling of being invisible. I think I'm kind of OK with that. I think that, you know, with my day job where it's like a very visible job, like I'm very much like there. I very much have a role. I'm very much, you know, a part of the team. I think that it's it's, it's cool to be able to go in to a job and then just do the job you know not having a, a whole lot of huge expectations the expectation is just get the fucking room clean and let us know when it's done cool that's that is a that's that's an ideal situation for me I'm, I'm digging it you know um, and you know the, the, the I work primarily with women which is fine um there's a Latino woman who has been training me. She's a hell of a good lady. You know, um, she doesn't, you know, she's not breaking any speed records, but she's also, you know, not doing stuff like a turtle. You know, it's, it's a really good pace that we work through the night. Um, you know, she's a really nice lady, not super overly talkative. Um, and, you know, she knows the job, which is good. She's also fairly new. I think she said that she's only been there like a couple of weeks or whatever. Um, and I can kind of tell that um, the company that's, I guess, hired on or contracted to, to do like the housekeeping, because I, I don't think they're like directly a part of the hospital. Um, I kind of think that they're kind of their own little entity that works with the hospital hand in hand. However, um, you know, she knows this department. And it's it's uh, it's really good, and um, you know they're they're going through somewhat of a transitional phase, you know. And I feel like in, in a, a role like housekeeping, it's probably really really hard to like get good people and and keep good people because good people are not going to want to do that like as a career, 
like, you know, if that's like your career, then, you know, as an independent mind state kind of person, you're, you'll probably end up putting together your own company and just being like, I'll do this myself and keep the lion's share of the profits rather than just getting whatever little nickels and dime I can get. So, you know, on that aspect, hey, totally fine. It's cool. I'm not looking to transition out of my staffing company um, into the hospital. Don't really want to do that. Um, but it's also cool because, like I said, with the COVID thing, um, everybody is still in masks. Um, they didn't really care about my status. or I did not get the impression that they, you know, my status of being unvaccinated was was a huge issue. So, you know, on that aspect, it's, it's really good. Now, some of the... One of the biggest issues that I have with, um, I guess, kind of a co-worker is um, there's a a lady who's there who's, I guess, been with the company or whatever, been there for about two years, um, and she's being, quote-unquote, retrained, right? And the first night that I uh, worked with this lady, she was cool and she was, you know, um, you know, greeting me and said hi and all that other good stuff. Um, but I could just kind of tell, like, it was just kind of like, it was, it was a vibe about this one. I'm just kind of like, uh, why are you being retrained? And then as I saw her kind of working, um, I understood a lot more. You know, she's been there for like two years, so she knows the ins and outs of it. And that night that I worked with her, she was kind of like training both me and the Latino girl, even though the Latino girl had been training me. Um, however, this other lady, um, I felt was, I don't want to say like totally unprofessional, but she was on her phone a lot that night, you know, and as a trainee, you know, if you're on the phone and I'm taking instruction from you, but you're having a conversation, you might say something. I'm like, are you talking to me? And she's like, oh no, I'm on the phone. And I was just kind of like, I was really kind of put off on that fact, you know, whereas, yes, I know we're working overnights and yes, you have the freedom to kind of, you know, do what you do, listen to music, be on the phone, have side conversations, do whatever it is. Um, And I'm not saying that, you know, in this kind of role, like I have to be 100% your focus, but, you know, if you're just on the phone all night, I was like, eh, okay. You know, like it is what it is. Also, um, this woman just, you know, she, I'm not, I'm judging her without trying to be super judgmental, but I mean, this woman sat down a lot and she took like a lot of breaks. You know, she was not really about that life of trying to knock off these rooms as quick as possible. And I can see where like, you know, from a boss standpoint, I'm like, this, this stuff needs to get done, you know? So it was kind of that kind of situation where I was just kind of like, yo, if that's what it is, then, you know, that's just what it is. But, you know, I was I was somewhat turned off by her. I don't really like working with her um, because I kind of feel like I would end up being a fall guy for whatever mistake that she would make or whatever kind of shenanigans would occur because of her lack of doing the job, you know, um, so like the last night that I worked with her, um, the Latino lady was there, but she wasn't feeling good and she ended up going home early 
which was fine, all well and good. I happened to work in the um, the ER or the ED, the emergency department that night. And working in the ED is actually quite easy and fun um, because the rooms are small. It's a really it's a set thing that you got to do. It's like boom, 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 bam, mop the floors, done, move on, you know. Um, so I was kind of it was, and, and the other thing about it was that it was a slow night. The last night that I worked, which was great. Um, the ED did not have like a lot of rooms that needed to get clean. You know, they had some people, but they weren't like discharging people really, really quickly and stuff like that. So I didn't have. I had some downtime, you know, and I was able to kind of keep up with the pace, which was good. Um, and she happened to come downstairs because she was upstairs cleaning like the main rooms or like the um, the patient rooms. You know, because I mean, it's a hospital, so they have all kind of different departments from like your um, the NIC unit to, you know, the delivery rooms and everything else like that. So it's her responsibility as like the senior person there to go ahead and get those rooms ready and, and everything um, as well as bathrooms. So she came downstairs and, um, you know, I, I believe that I kind of like volunteered to kind of help her with some of the bathrooms. She was like, yeah. That would be helpful since it's kind of slow down here. Um, and then I'll come back. Then she was like, you know, I will come back downstairs to the ED and help you knock out whatever rooms that, that may be here. So I was like, all well and good. So I spent, you know, like an hour and a half, maybe two hours with her upstairs cleaning the bathrooms. Um, knowing in the back of my mind that, hey, if the ED is starting to, to heat up, then I'm up here helping you. But I don't have any way of knowing when or if the the ed is going to heat up you know so i finished helping her with those rooms and everything and then by the time i got back down to the ed it was damn near my lunch time and of course you know the ed had you know six or seven rooms i needed to get clean so i ended up cleaning um i think it was probably like five or six rooms another couple of rooms kind of came on the board um, but she never came back downstairs to help me. So I ended up like cleaning a couple of those rooms, taking my lunch break, coming back, finishing doing, you know, the stuff in the rooms as far as the ED. Um, and then I had to clean like the lobby area. But it also just kind of let me know that this woman never came back. Like she never, ever came back. And I was like, dude, like this is, this is, this is the thing. This is the thing here. Like, oh, all right. You know, it just didn't rub me the wrong way but it just it let me know kind of like you know what it is and, and how it's doing everything so you know I, I will stick with this job um as, as long as my as long as I can you know um it, like I said it's not the worst job in the world it is um it's a job and the people there are, are pretty cool um and it's just it's just work man you know I'll try and keep you guys updated and see what kind of dramatic BS comes out of it. Hopefully, there's no dramatic BS that comes out of it. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's been a it's been a, a really kind of good couple weeks. I've already been paid one week from the job. I get paid again on Friday, which you know everybody always looks forward to payday. Um, but yeah, I would just love to know from people, you know, if you are. Um, if you have a part-time job or you're like a writer that's 
trying to focus on writing and you have a part-time gig, what's your part-time gig? What are the goods and bads about that part-time gig? And what do you think is a fair rate or fair wage for a part-time gig? You know, because some people are like, well, I'm only going to pay you X amount of dollars because you're a part-time worker. And then you're like, eh, well, I'm worth more than that, even if it's part-time, you know? So I would love to know what, what's, what's the part-time gig that you guys have that's, um, that's getting you up eight? Because, I mean, the reason why we usually have a, a part-time gig is because we've fallen down seven. And you guys know because of my family situation and financials and everything else like that, falling down seven, getting back up eight is, hey, let's get this money right. So I got to get a part-time gig to make sure that this money is right. So what is your part-time gig that you guys have? Um, what's the good about it? What's the bad about it? What's one thing that you could change um, about it other than the, the pay rate, you know? Like my one thing would be like, hey, I don't really have to work with this individual who likes to sit on her phone all night long. You know, my good thing about it is that, you know what, being invisible is is probably one of the best parts of the job, you know, because there's no expectations. So you guys go ahead and leave a comment um, in here. I appreciate everybody who's following, who's watching the show. Um and we're just going to kind of keep doing this thing for a little bit and make sure that we'll have it do what it do. This is your host, J.A. Guy, and this is the podcast, Fall Down 7, Get Up 8. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Peace.